Hi and welcome. Today we are at the ESMO World Congress on Gastrointestinal Cancer 2017 in Barcelona. Earlier on today we spoke with Vincenzo Valentini about the radiation oncologist of the future. In this exclusive interview you can find out about the importance of knowledge-based oncology and what potential effects it could have on personalised medicine. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us what area of oncology you specialise in? Yes, I am a radiation oncologist, the chair at this moment of the oncology and dermatology department in my academic hospital, Policlinico Gemelli, Rome, Italy. I am much more engaged in GI and other neck tumors. Okay, fantastic. So your talk focuses on radiation oncologists of the future. Could you give us a brief summary of this talk? Uh, radiation oncologists many times have to address the issue that they we are a, a belonging to a discipline without any future. Okay. And then uh, uh, we, any time we saw that new insight, new technology, new knowledge, open broader uh, field of interest, and now is still a booming uh, discipline in the field of oncology. And uh, with this background, I would like to say that we have two main areas of interest. One is in terms related to automation. Uh, there is a booming of the artificial intelligence uh, background in, the, in any field and also in medicine. Uh, and that is translated with more and more use of robots. And in uh, our disciplines that I tech related with a lot of informatics in any steps of our procedures, robots are uh, becoming more and more familiar. Robot means not that you have to think an Android stuff, but you have to think pieces of software that are managing uh, decisions. So we have robots in the delineation setting that allow to automatically delineate the targets. We have robots in optimizing the dose distribution, the use of the technology, and we have more and more prediction model that will help in the, what is now defined as a knowledge-based oncology support decision. And in the other setting, we have now two, three main areas that are really challenging in modern radiation therapy and that will have a deep impact in the next 10 years. One is the use of MRI in, as an imaging driver of radiotherapy uh, that uh, will offer the continuous vision of the targets uh, even when they move and that uh, already shows some very important clinical data in some very unfavorable setting like pancreatic cancer offering a, a projection of three years survival more than 95% in unresectable tumors. Then we have also the, uh, the uh, booming of the proton therapy, so that allowed to deliver a different kind of beams that deliver the dose in a very small volume. Both these two technologies are looking for uh, exploiting hypofractionated radiotherapy that seems to work in very effectively way, also because it's a uh, the best combination uh, from that we can see in the preliminary data with the third aspect that will change radiotherapy in a close future, that is the liaison with immunotherapy. Okay. So the future radiotherapy is that we will know that as a, any human being we have a destiny to end up our story. We hope to find this final solution for cancer, but that in the meantime technology uh, related to intelligence, arti artificial intelligence as well to imaging and uh, protons and immunotherapy will have a deep impact in our daily practice.
That sounds really interesting. Thank you. Um, could you tell us about the importance of integrating radiotherapy into surgery and other treatment modalities? Uh, radiotherapy is a local therapy as well as surgery. Uh, we use an uh, invisible knife uh, the surgeon have a cut in their hands and uh, for, on top of that the surgeon touch the tumor and we see on a screen where is the tumor by imaging. So with this similarity and differences, uh, we have a, a different uh, opportunity to integrate each other or sometimes to uh, compete because uh, in some tumor setting we promote a reduction of the primary tumor allowing more organ preservation surgical procedures. In some cases we act to uh, sterilize what is uh, remaining in the in the. Um, uh, patients uh, in terms of uh, uh, closed tissues that the surgeon does not remove to avoid uh, very uh, to compromise the quality of life of the patient so we have to, we go there to integrate the surgery and finally time by time we are really alternative or in the perspective to offer same quality in of result and and uh, probably sometime i'm thinking uh, uh, cordal tumor of the larynx and the other tumor setting a better quality of life so is a really a very dynamic situation mostly of the case very profitable for the patient because we could offer really a very deep and definitive local control okay so you have previously spoken about the importance of knowledge-based oncology. Can you explain this concept and how it differs from evidence-based oncology? Yeah, um, technology-based oncology is a perspective that want to give value to what is to learn by the daily practice. It's usually you know that uh, aged doctors are considered experienced because they have had the opportunity to see many patients. That's yeah. what means, that they learn from what they have done and, uh, and that gave a different value. But uh, as human beings, our memory is not so brilliant. Uh, that we can capture for more all details. So the new technology that allow to collect a very large setting of data offer a unique opportunity to test uh, the possibility to have uh, uh, supporting decision tools that could uh, take benefit from such a huge amount of data and connection. Obviously it needs some uh, very good and robust mathematical models and nowadays with the power of the informatics we can use some algorithms that before were very cumbersome and very time consuming and so very quickly we can uh, uh, collect uh, with uh, some uh, important support for the decision but furthermore now the technology allowed to collect data without moving data because for many reasons of related namely to the privacy of the patients uh, there, is, there are a really a deep concern to move patient sensible data like yeah. patient uh, images or for any sensible uh, information related to the patient. Now the distributed technology, uh, the distributed data collection are solving this issue and more and more this uh, um, uh, knowledge-based uh, uh, approach is, is related to distributed learning. That means to learn without moving data from the original places where they are 
and only moving uh, intermediate outcome of the algorithms are used for supporting the Jesus tool. And finally, there is also a consensus how to validate this, this decision, this uh, decision supporting algorithm that are um, uh, collected from this uh, large databases, just to be to offer the, uh, to the uh, doctors the reliability of this. Uh, uh, prediction model. So at the end, knowledge base means to have a formalized system to take benefit from large uh, experience that every day we collect and treating patients everywhere, then to put it in a framework that could be validated, known and exploitable in any part of the world. So what, in your opinion, what implications could knowledge-based oncology have on personalized medicine? Yeah, um, because the, this decision-supporting tool uh, take benefit to, to select the most relevant uh, variables or covariates that are influencing the final outcome. You can really easily match the more relevant, important variable with the individual patient. Usually in the knowledge, evidence-based approach, we go for having data from randomized trial. But in the randomized trial, we make an assumption that our population selected usually with very few variables, uh, that's this stage, end stage, tumor, histology, some biomarkers, uh, could be... Uh, a robust criteria to create a similar outcome in patients that have many more variables that are not considered in the selection criteria of randomized trial. With this knowledge-based uh, approach, you collect large, a lot of variables of the patient and then you put in them in relationship with a huge amount of patients, not only selection of patients that are sometimes related uh, to some country, not worthwhile, and that will offer you a more extensive uh, uh, opportunity to identify what are the more robust covariates that have an influence in the outcome and namely to personalize them to, your, to the individual patient that you have in front of you and with also the possibility to validate this choice with a similar group of patients that are already available in the large database. Okay, thank you. Do you have any closing comments or comments on the field in general that you'd like to add? Yes, my general comment is that uh, as a human being experienced many times in their own history, that uh, every day is a opportunity to do a change, to do a, a step forward, uh, to offer better possibility of cure. And I think that this is a very exciting time that could offer to the large amount of patients very, very personalized treatment to, to, to promote more uh, cure and better quality of life. Amazing. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that podcast from Oncology Central. If you want to find more interviews with renowned experts in the field, please feel free to visit oncology-central.com where you can also find news, opinion pieces, webinars and more. We'd love to know your thoughts on this interview, so please comment below or tweet us at Oncology Central. Thank you.